Hello and welcome to Dam Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. I am Doug, and these are my acute mental neuroses. There's actually a fairly substantial list you cannot see. Um, most of it is fun. Some of it is not. So let's just start slamming through. Um, we're going to start with uh, Shooting the Gaps co-host Ryan versus Twitter. Now, I've tried to give up. Um, a little bit of control. I mean, there's things that Ryan and Gonzo and Deb and everyone else associated with the network can do that I don't have to do everything. That's really nice. Uh, we had talked a little bit before about the uh, failed pilot of Golden Cartridge, where the guys recording it were fairly autonomous. Um, they would just kind of send me the um, episodes to kind of peruse, and then it would go up, and I didn't have to be there for editing or recording, and it was really nice. I didn't have to do a whole lot of prep. Ryan decided to set up a Twitter for shooting the gap, which is fine. I said, go for it. You can run it. I don't care. Um, you know, the you know rules don't say anything horrible like we would on the podcast. Not that we say anything horrible on the podcast. So he sets it up, and I said, well, I'll go through and double-check all the settings, and uh, there's a oven being opened in the background. And I get on, and I can't get to some of the settings, and there's a little like, you know, sidebar at the top of the screen that says, um, you know, for full features, you know, the, there's a confirmation email you need to click on. And I look at the email address and I realize that Ryan has mistyped his own email. So I call him that night and I say, hey, I've got some questions for you. I said, have you gotten a confirmation email from Twitter? He goes, nope. And I said, do you know why not? And he goes, nope. I said, because you mistyped your own email. This is why we can't have nice things. And he laughed and said he would call me back and then didn't, which is fine. Um, I pretty much just want to make fun of him for five seconds. Um, so I'm going to be going through and kind of fixing that. Not that um, there's anything necessarily wrong. It's just there are easy ways to fix this and there are hard ways to fix this. And I'm really hoping in the end it will be the easy way and not the hard way or progressively harder way. Um, let's just keep going with the network. Uh, fear has kind of stalled. Um, it's... Still gonna happen. Um, we've got three episodes ready to edit, but once again, I just haven't had the time to edit. Um, and and uh, it's a lot of fun. It's just one of those where I am just trying to play catch up at the day job, which I'll talk about in a little bit. And I'm trying to stay on task with um, the network, but it's very daunting some days. And some days I'm just like. Fuck this, I just want to do a variant and fuck the schedule because I just want to do something fun. But I've got two variants that are almost done and um, that's going to put me a little ahead. So I'm going to hopefully try to get um, the editing done on the first uh, three or four episodes of Fear. We know where it's going. We've got kind of a plan. We're doing um, episode titles. So, I mean, things are progressing. It's just not progressing at the speed I was hoping it would. Um, and that's that's on me. Um, it's not on anyone that records it. It's on my end of things. Um, getting the sound effects in and editing. Uh, Deb gave me some notes that she didn't like. Um, certain things about the pilot episode, so I'm going to go back and change that. Um, I just need to get on the ball there. Um, and since all my shows are ending and I have nothing to watch for the next like month, uh, hopefully I'm going to start uh, working a bit more on the network. Um, speaking of work, let's jump to the day job. There are some personal issues that we've heard, you've heard me talking about for the last couple weeks that are still up in the air. I'm going to be talking to the boss 
um, hopefully today, and kind of get a handle on things, and then once again, moving forward, um, so that we can resolve some situations and just move forward, because, you know, I, once again, you can hear it in my voice when I talk about fear, I don't like being stagnant, um, I don't like getting to a spot and, and like the hurry up and wait mentality, I'm not a huge fan of it. Um, I, when I make lists, I cross things off of them. Um, it drives me nuts to have something I can't cross off when it's so, so close to being done. I'm taking things off the list you can't see right now, just because I'm talking about it. Okay, so, also at the day job, no one listens to me. The boss doesn't listen to me. So my coworkers, it's just like, in one ear, out the other. And really, it's not my coworkers. It used to be, like I said, through the personnel changes, that's kind of said and done. Really, it's that the boss's father uh, just brings in random shit to put out into uh, the drink cases, or he wants to put in an ice cream machine and knock out a wall, and it's like, well, you can't do that when we're open. You have to wait while we're closed, and it's not going to take two hours to knock down a wall and, like, refinish that part, like, it, and and have everything done. Like, it's it's not the way it works. So it's still frustrating when I come in uh, to work early and I try to get some network done, uh, network work done. I'm not going to sing this time. And I'm just kind of blindsided by this, like, what the fuck? Like, you know, you're buying things that expire in three weeks or you're telling me to put out, like, beer in a cafe when we would need a liquor license and it's not, you know, appropriate for the shop anyway. Like, it just, it, I don't think we'd sell it. So... And also, I just don't like being around alcohol on a daily basis. It's, it's one of those, no one listens to me. I get the distinct sense that, you know, I, I really want this place to run smoothly. Um, and the the boss ordered a bunch of stuff that I said we needed. And then he ordered a bunch of stuff we didn't need. And I'm like, well, I told you. It's, it's like, I didn't say this, but it's like, I didn't say to order that. Or I told you not to order that. I said we were good. And it's like, you're spending money you don't need to spend. Oh, shit. I gotta get the fucking thing done. Crap in a hat. Okay. So anyway, I just realized I forgot I have to do something after all of this. And, you know, I think that might lead to the next one where, um, you know, sometimes I do get depressed or I enter like a general malaise. And I'm just, and this is on the heels of last week's, you know, talking about the cancer and just not caring. I think that there's not a lot to my life. And this is going to kind of tie up um, everything from last week. Uh talking about dying and not dying, uh, there'll be a few things where I'm just going to, you know, tie it off in a nice, neat package. You know, sometimes I think I do get depressed, and I think it's not necessarily default uh, mode, but I think that I feel it enough that I don't recognize it as being depressed or seeing anything wrong. I just go, I'm just quiet today, or I'm just whatever, and I'm not seeing that I'm you know, I'm depressed, and then I have to go, well, there's a reason why I'm depressed, why am I depressed? I just, I don't explore that because I don't feel that different when I'm, yeah, I feel different when I'm in a good mood. One of my friends uh, always said in high school, Doug's never in a good mood, they're just days he's not in a bad mood. And that's, you know, and part of that was being very intellectual and not emotional, and I didn't have an emotional vocabulary or a lot of empathy or a lot of uh, being in touch with my own feelings and um, exploring those, but 
Yeah. Um, and I did talk about last week, uh, you know, that there wouldn't be a lot of people at my funeral. I really don't think so. And it made me think of that Robin Tooney scene from Empire Records. And not that I want to have a fake funeral to hear people have to say. I don't care. But it really did kind of make me feel a little weird when I started thinking about it. And I'm going, you know, I did touch a lot of lives. And I think my close friends would be there. Um, and even some tangent friends or acquaintances. But it made me realize, you know, the people that wouldn't be there and the people I've hurt um, and the people I've made not care about me. And it's one thing that leads to kind of depression. And it's not, like, insurmountable. It's just, I go, okay, well, I did things wrong there, and I need to take accountability for that, and I need to change that behavior. And because that, thinking about how I acted that way back then makes me nauseous, makes me sick. And I don't ever want to act that way again, which is good, because that's, the enforcement my body and brain needs to not act like an asshole all the time. You know, it was very it was kind of a, a dovetailed into the you know the depression and 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 then recognizing like, okay, hey, I, you know, I'm thinking about this. I'm getting depressed. Why am I getting depressed? Because I did these horrible things to people. Okay, well, we need to change that so you're not doing horrible things to people, uh, not so they can end up at your funeral, but just so people give a shit if I was dead or alive. It, it's that that simple. Um, I realized that you know my daughter would probably be at my funeral because her mom would would take her there, um, and I think that uh, my my daughter's mom would be at my funeral begrudgingly, um, and I don't blame her. Uh, I I took a sledgehammer to our lives, lives, um, and you know I got the help I needed to come out of that. But you know, there's probably not a lot of resolution or closure in that for her, um, you know, so I, I don't blame her for being angry or hurt or sad or, or any of those, they're her feelings and she's completely entitled to them and they resulted from my actions and I, I take accountability for that. Kind of get more, uh, 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 we'll make some pop culture uh, uh, talk to kind of come out of this. I can't make pop culture references at work, well I can and I do, but you know, like I said, we've got new people at work, and they're at the same age that, you know, some of my coworkers are, and they just don't fucking get it. They don't fucking get it. And I'm just sitting there going, how do you not know about a movie that came out two years ago? I work with someone who doesn't know what Avengers is. That movie came out literally, what, year, two years ago? And, and it made $1.8 billion dollars. Like, I don't care. I mean, you could have not seen it or not know that there's an entire, like, Marvel cinematic universe, but for fuck's sake, you don't know there's this movie called The Avengers that was the third biggest movie. Like, I, I just don't understand. Youth is indeed wasted on the young. I did see a movie, and we're going to be talking about it a bit on um, No Applause, but I kind of want to get into things that were more for this show about it, I saw God, the new Godzilla. So you can guess already what I might go into if you're a um, long-time listener. Monster Babies. Um, I have this strange kind of passing obsession with how monsters um, repopulate. Um, and I'm not going to go off on my whole Godzilla-Godzuki thing. 
they uh, he fights monsters that have babies, and uh, except Kickass kills the babies. Spoiler alert! But it's just the minute I saw the the one monster with a giant egg sack, I was like, oh fuck, this is gonna turn into the worst parts of the 1998 Godzilla, like with or 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 when the parasites attack off the body of um, uh, uh, in Cloverfield, like it's just gonna be like. No, 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 no. We don't need little junior monsters running around because that fucking ruins shit. And you know what? They didn't, and I'm extremely fucking happy. And I like that they did kind of have, like, there's a male and a female, and this is, like, they burrow and they lay eggs, and I don't know what the guy does if he jacks off on them or, or uh, whatever. Um, just shoves a n- nuke in the egg sack. I'm not... <laughs> that's, that's not a euphemism, but I think it may be from here on out. Shoving a nuke in the egg sack. But, um, I'm, I'm glad they didn't. And I didn't know this. I was talking to someone who uh, went to Japan for a while, lived in Japan for a while, and we were talking about Godzilla and how they made him look like the Toho version, and, and I was very happy with it. Um, and he talks about, like, the origin of Godzilla's name, which I I knew that Godzilla was kind of a, a, a quote-unquote, a cautionary tale about the use of nuclear weapons, especially after um, Nagasaki and Hiroshima, and how these weapons have repercussions and create these things that can, will destroy cities, and, and I can see like a, a, a catharsis of, of writing this. And despite, you know, when I watched it as a kid, it was a guy in a rubber suit kicking the crap out of another guy in a rubber suit, or a giant puppet. And Godzilla's name actually comes from the Japanese word for gorilla, and whale, and I didn't know this, but it was the, like, um, America's the gorilla being, like, forcing itself upon the, um, not sexually, but, um, uh, uh, ideologically, um, and politically, uh, forcing itself onto the, um, Japanese whale, and that's where you get Godzilla is, you know, they were like, no, like, this merging of cultures is a monster, and it's destroying literally destroying Japan, um, because, you know, they viewed, you know, uh, America as over-sanctioning, um, you know, they were on the opposite sides of World War II, obviously, um, so there were these, you know, views of it, and I, I had no idea, and it was, I didn't realize it was, like, you know, socio-political, um, and he said, yeah, when you start, you know, pulling back kind of the layers of this Godzilla onion, um, there are all sorts of things, other than the, the obvious, like I said, cautionary tale about the use of nuclear weapons. Um, so, uh, other things I want to rant about, um, and I'm just taking things off the list. We only have two more things, and we're coming up on time, which is perfect. I had Oprah Chai. Um, I had to go hide at a Starbucks, long story short, and... Um, I was like, I just like a dirty chai. It's chai with a shot of espresso. It brings a nice nuttiness to the, to the chai. I really like it. Um, and they go, we have this Oprah chai. And I went, well, fuck, okay. Um, I I don't care. Um, and they're like, well, it's pretty good. And I said, sure, sure, sure. I had Oprah chai. It wasn't bad. Uh, I was a little disappointed they didn't call it a dirty Oprah or a dirty O. Um, and I was a little disappointed that when they handed me my chai, they didn't go like, you get a chai. You get a chai, you get a chai. I was like, you guys got to fucking honor this shit. Um, so, I was very happy about that. And, uh, or I guess I'm, I'm kind of ambivalent. I mean, it was fucking dirty chai. I didn't mind their old recipe, and I don't mind the Oprah recipe. So, lastly, I didn't get to rant. 
about it as much um, on Shooting the Gap uh, a couple weeks ago that I, I will now. I just kind of want to wrap up on this. I didn't like E.T. We talked about aliens a couple weeks ago on Shooting the Gap, and they kind of cut me off because they were like, dude, you could eat up the whole hour ranting about E.T. And, you know, I couldn't, and I won't right now. But I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It was just this weird herd with a neck, and, you know, that all these messianic overtones which I'm like, you know, it, he wouldn't have had to heal Elliot if Elliot wouldn't have been helping him. I mean, it's his goddamn fault. And yeah, so yeah, he should have been fucking healing him. But it was like kind of a ham-fisted, like, just beat you over the head with it. And the glowing heart, like, you know, a holy heart uh, and uh, the sacred heart, rather. And it was just fucking ridiculous. And it was stupid. And it was funny when he got drunk. Uh... Cause, you know, and then Elliot, like, you know, kind of lets all the frogs out, and that was funny. But, uh, uh, I did not get E.T. as a kid. I didn't like it. Uh, it wasn't that it scared me. I just was like, oh, this is just silly. It's just silly. Like, you know, like, they they, they try to fake out that E.T. is going to die halfway through the movie when they wrap him up and the, the scientists get there. And I'm like, even as a kid, I'm like, well, he's not dead. The movie's called E.T. He's got to get home. <laughs> like, he's been fucking phoning home for an hour. Like, hour and a half. Like, w they're not just going to kill him, and we haven't gotten to the bicycle part yet. So, fuck off. Fuck off with your E.T. I, I just, I, I still have, you know, years, decades later, still just have a very strong opinion about that. I'm sorry if it's not popular. I'm not, I'm not disliking it because it is popular, or it was a touchstone of our childhood, and it's not that hipster thing where I'm like, oh, I liked it when it was cool, and now I, it's cool, and I don't. Like, I seriously just have never liked E.T. I'm sorry. And I saw Goonies when I was in my teens, and I didn't get that either. My Goonies um, would be, like, the original Red Dawn. So, you know, fucking Wolverines! Yeah, anyway, I'm going to flip out if I don't stop. So, um, we're at time, and uh, that's great. This has been a great episode, I think. I uh, hope you think so, too. If you do and you're hearing this, uh, tweet at the BACN podcast uh, at Twitter or, um, you know, BACN podcast on Facebook. This has been Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. I'm Doug, and from Damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been my uh, neuroses. Good night, Internet. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. Executive Producers, Deb Barnett and Doug Nickber. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and BACN Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon and banjo!